0: Good afternoon, meat suits. Welcome back to Read and Weep. This is a podcast about movies and friendship. Season five is what we're in. This is called we call the season Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse, and we are just four death row guards who ma- somehow manage to maintain our sense of humor. It's just about locking doors and laughing. That's what we do, and do uh, we're playing
1: laugh, a. Few- hey. Do you Love what you do, and you'll never work a day in your life. You know what <laughs> that's I mean? what every prison guard
0: says. <laughs> yeah. I think, we're, and we were playing a year-long movie watching game, wrapping up its tenth month. So we're ten twelfths of the way through this game. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording mm-hmm. as always from North Koreatown in Los Angeles. I'm joined in Southeast Portland. He's at Anthony Lopez Part Two on Twitter. He likes to remember things his own way, not necessarily the way they happened, the way he remembers them. It's Anthony Lopez
1: uh that's the joke i was gonna do i was gonna do a whole thing no, i'm not i'm not recording in audacity or my camera for the podcast because i like to remember things my own way but um i'm just gonna say i'm in your house alex because you invited me in it's great to be here <laughs> yeah that's what i like about you you're not in the habit of coming in if you're not invited call your house i'll answer the phone it'll be
2: a
0: spooky magic <laughs> trick uh, also joining us, he's the co-host of Old Gamers Almanac, the podcast. He's from the woods of Brooklyn, and uh, we met before this at his house. And in, in fact, I'm right there right now. It's Hunter Donaldson. Yo, it's me, Romstein. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this movie. Yeah, you are. There's a lot of a lot of that. Um, and I was like, "Is this Romstein?" And then the song was like, "We're Romstein, Romstein, <laughs> Romstein, Romstein, Romstein." Yeah. Like, oh, I think it's them. Yeah. yeah. I think I noticed also joining us from Northern California. His name is Renee. And if he tells you it's Ezra, he's lying and your name, what the fuck is your name? It's Ezra Fox. <laughs>
3: uh, the part of Ezra will be played by
0: two Ezra's today. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's here's. Okay. So let me catch everybody up on what's going on. So this is uh, episode 36 of season five. And we are talking about uh, lost highway. I'm going to, we got other business, but first I want to get this out of the way. We were supposed to talk about lost highway last week. Hunter got sick on very short notice. We recorded
1: an emergency <laughs> Hunter-free oh, no. Hunter, pod. let's be honest. Let's come out. Let's everyone. Yeah, it's yeah. a little weird and embarrassing, but Hunter became Tommy for a week. We don't know what happened. He <laughs> <laughs> became this he guy He was just Tommy. a young mechanic was, running around. He was a mechanic hit, for a while. Hitting it on other was people's weird. Lives. Yeah. Um, but then finally he looped back around to the beginning of Hunter again, and now he's Hunter right. again. So, if there's
0: anything I, that I think of our podcast as, it's a prison for uh, Hunter. That's what yeah. absolutely you're, this it's, is a lockdown. It's a, it's a dreamscape, also. It's both, yeah, it's a,
2: it's <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: both. <laughs> a nightmare scape. I would say a nightmare scape. So, Hunter yeah.
0: couldn't be here, and so we did an emergency podcast about other things, and uh, which I thought was pretty fun. And we've had a lot of uh, interesting user feedback from that listener feedback, which we're going to talk about later. Um, but uh, so I watched this movie the night before last podcast like I normally do so mm. that it's fresh. And now, instead, seven days have passed, and I'm reading these introductions that I wrote seven days ago, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't think this all. is the best
3: way to consume the movie, though. I think this is like yeah, a, just right. I a, I'm right. I'm I'm. I'm Let I it like marinate just, just a little bit. Yeah, you just
4: know? the edge of subconscious. Let it, Let yeah, it be hard this... to recall like a dream. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 I think Did this, this is in the
0: spirit of this
4: movie. Yeah. <laughs> It does Absolutely. feel like a vague dream, and I've watched
0: movies since then, and I'm just not sure what is part of that movie and what's other movies <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I don't know about you all, but for me, like I'm, I'm a big David Lynch fan. I've talked about him a lot in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like him, David yeah. Lynch is one of those filmmakers that one of the things I like about him is, I think, to a film, every single one of his films, like every hour that goes by since I watch it, I like it more. You know, it's mm-hmm. he's one of those mm-hmm. like exponential filmmakers until it's like, I will like his movies when I see it. I'm still high on it the next day. And then this film's just always rise. And then we've done a few non like, I think like, um, in the cut is a good example of a movie we did on this season. That was also very much like that. Like I enjoyed it when I watched it, but then like Every day that has gone by, my I'm like, oh, that's that's a great movie. It's a bang of a yeah. Movie these out. are so fine like,
0: wine movies. We put them in, yeah. this, in the brain cellar for a couple of months and just yeah. let them get stronger and stronger.
4: Let them ferment, um, you know. Let them in, spoil. Or rotten. in this case, yeah. yeah,
0: this one like
4: evaporated
0: from my brain somehow. Ah. I, I'm glad you're appreciating it more. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm not yeah.
3: thinking about it. No, I I'm, I'm it's with you. I thought it was going to stay with me i thought it was gonna be like yeah. really like oh man it's in there but it's like this is like a foreign body where it just like passes all the way through it was just it was just <laughs> yeah. gum i was like oh yeah, it's gone just And it's never why i think gum stays in your stomach for 36 years i don't know I've...
0: So... oh well i'm almost done with it then you're <laughs> uh before we talk about the movie anymore i want to thank all of our fabulous meat buddies um if you'd like to join them and forget that there's a messaging feature on patreon <laughs> you can join our Metreon by going to metreon.com and that's how you join our patreon become a meat buddy and we really appreciate everybody who supports the show um first segment today as always it's time for the news a brief bit of personal news which is that i finished the purge video the purge video is out so if you want to see my latest episode of we live in the future you can go to youtube.com alex falcone um uh this one we did a little bit differently where we talked about it a little bit on the pod first and then i filmed it instead of the other way around so um my recording was informed by this and for the and listeners who listen got to, as somebody mentioned this on tiktok already they got to like get a preview instead
3: of a post view and that was really fun mm-hmm. so does this count as like wga credits for for, for me and anthony you know being like a, a, a you know additional material by on one of your tiktok videos
0: yeah i think just send that application to the wga just let them know Tell them mm-hmm. so
4: alex sent you you know and Wait, is this podcast not union we're not a union show are we
0: We are, uh, it's weird, we are somehow part of the uh, Valet Parker's union. I don't know how we ended up there, but... Good union. It's it's very strong.
1: Don't don't you guys walk by Scabby the Rat, the big inflatable rat, every day into your (laughs) podcasting studio? I don't know why that's out my door, but there's a giant inflatable rat there. A bunch of... A bunch of like day players hanging out with picket signs, calling me mean names. I just okay. So it was I got like, an idea. I got an idea America. now for
0: a sequel to uh, <laughs> to Ratatouille, where <laughs> it's the giant union busting rat balloon mm. Scabby that is like being controlled, it, he, being controlled by a small front chef who's yeah, like finally decided is, to catch and, up with union
1: work. <laughs> well, yeah, and at the end he learns that it's not that. It, anyone can cook it's so that anyone with the union code who pays their dues can cook. Because <laughs> when so we can unite... only cook if there's solidarity is the point. Yeah, exactly. If we work together as a brigade. Yeah, I mean if, if the if you think about it, if the kitchen staff in Ratatouille was unionized, most of like the bad guys' threats really wouldn't work at all. That's you true. know? Because you know they would have had the collective power. But mm. also also Remy would be working without a card, which would be questionable. Yeah, that's true. That would be a problem.
0: Um, speaking of food uh, and news, Ezra, I'm just curious. I'd like to check in a little bit this week, see what's going on with the donut news. As well, you guys know, who listen to the show all the time, Ezra gets 100% of his news from the weekly Krispy Kreme and email newsletter. And so catch us up, as What's going on in the news
3: from your views? So, you know, we still have our haunted house collection. Uh, uh-huh. I feel like something's happening soon. And I'm not really yeah. sure what, but is it's it getting spookier sc- each week? I think we're well, approaching. It's, it's Crispy Scream still, but uh. only as, from now until 1031. So something is definitely going down then. And oh, yeah, we, I have sure. a whole spooky family that I had to meet, which is a spooky spider, some boo <laughs> batter, um, a scaredy cat, which is filled with delicious, all in caps, cream, K-R-E-M-E, with a T-M after it. So there's some proprietary filling in there that yeah. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's yelling at me. Look, um, I don't, I'm not a big Krispy Kreme fan, but I will say Krispy Scream is
4: pretty good. Come pretty on. Cool. You got yeah, me there. Krispy Scream.
3: Uh, and yeah, you can also get, uh, there's a freaky frozen chiller. So uh, things can be cold in this world also. Um <laughs> oh. then you like, mean the uh, winter? Yeah. Yeah. W- winter might be coming or here. I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah, it's green apple flavored as well so that's a, that's what I'm, i've learned from from a uh, cold green apple donut uh, <laughs> sounds delicious no that was a
4: chiller wait it was what? a chiller a chiller i should say
3: a chiller, a chiller. Yeah, i can only assume be, that's
4: some type of donut i don't know it's, about it i mean it's, it's a, donut place is it not
3: purple Man. mush in a in a, in a uh-huh. cylinder with a green uh-huh. uh stick sticking out of it uh and some some green ooze around the edges so maybe it's I, food as drink? as halloween has been approaching and the last oh, few years have passed for me i feel like i've Halloween? What? what is this thing? <laughs> it's not in your news. Well, it's it, there's a Halloween sprinkle blend, but I don't know what it is. It doesn't tell me yeah, about uh, what this no, thing is. No.
0: Well, that's so. This is a, na- a national holiday next week okay. where we celebrate blended sprinkles. So okay, yeah. thank you. Um, I look. I so I like I've like liked spooky season more and more over the last few years. I don't know what it is. I don't know why what has changed in me or in the world. I have not freakier. like Christmas decorations more. Like I'm, I've seen, especially seeing Christmas stuff now pre, well, it's still spooky season has been bothering me, but I've been really with the spooky thing, but I, I've, I've become very opinionated on it. I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I like, I really like spooky things. I'm not big on, this is just like, it looks like a corpse we hung from our tree. That stuff, like mm-hmm. the gore version, I don't like, but when it's like, oh, it's a giant pumpkin monster. <laughs> the gore right version? that. Exactly. See, this, and I don't like gore. I like gourd. Thank you. That was too this, fast for me to even laugh at it. I, had I, was to waiting, process. I, was,
3: I was waiting to say gourd, but then you said pumpkin right away. So I was like, oh, my God, I got to jump in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was see, impossibly I, fast. It felt like you were reading ahead on the script.
2: See, <laughs> so I'm sorry. the o- opposite
1: <laughs> of you, Alex. You know, I think that, you know, one of the biggest problems with Halloween is that we show. We show violence and death, but we don't show the consequences of violence and death. Oh, you sure. know, it's it's like in the way in movies they have people shine and go, oh, and they fall over dead. You don't see, yeah. you know, I, I don't wanna see this like sanitized macabre stuff. I wanna see the real right. stuff. That's what makes yeah. me feel
0: your good, favorite Halloween you know? decorations is like a grieving family getting a letter from a policeman. Yeah. That's what you want. Well, I you mean, want straight consequences. You want you want just but, like a knock at
4: the door no, in the middle I mean, of the night. I don't know. No, no, I, I no. not think it's not for real is... though. It's for play. It's
1: it's yeah. fake. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Some fake so it's mannequin like blow up. Yeah, it's
0: mannequin policemen knocking no, on your door Alex,
1: in the middle of the night on a fake door. So, yeah, <laughs> things in like a too scary too uh-huh. real they shouldn't be made fun of in Halloween. Cops sure. are definitely one of those. For sure. Let's for keep, sure. Keep out for cops out of Halloween. A social worker yeah.
0: Knock, yeah. A, 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 yeah. pant, a fake social worker like a blow up social worker knocking on a blow up door in the middle of
1: the night. That's what you want. You can't yeah, get a real I want, I want it to be it's as so real stickering. as it can just just not as smelly as it would be. That's my one <laughs> rule right? Yeah.
0: I think, There's a house I think it, near me that had a really great set of blow-up decorations that were all very tall, pumpkin-headed, spooky, but the best part is their front yard is all um it's all uh, cacti. so having inflatable monsters around cacti, like high risk and I yeah, like that I mean
1: also Alex, I really feel like you're asking to take the devil out of halloween which is we just talked about the devil back in halloween The devil needs to be back in halloween you know no but
0: i love a demon show me a demon or like um there what actually my favorite thing about this year which has been very very solid which is um so last year a year before 12 foot home depot skeleton was the big halloween thing Mm -hmm. skelly's still around but yeah, the biggest growth this year seems to be in skeleton dogs standing beneath mm. skeleton. Oh, yeah. I like the skelly dogs. That's been a good See, I note.
1: want a, do- a 24-foot dog that looks like skeleton is his pet. You know you what re- I mean? Wait, so I it's want, a 12-foot like- skeleton, and he's got, like, Clifford, the big dead dog? No, no. That, oh, the wow. Clifford, the, the big dead
4: dog, is really good. Yeah, he's too fast for you to but it was right there.
1: <laughs> I want the dog to be the person in charge and Skelly to be the dog's want You know oh, what God I mean? Yeah. Hey, wait, so
3: how big does that... Wow, it's such a big dog.
2: Yeah, it'd <laughs> be straight, a big, and dog. big dog. twice as many
0: legs. And also, yeah, the weight in the yeah. middle would be hard for them to figure out. Hunter, you were trying to say something like three minutes ago, and I cut you off.
4: I don't remember what it was. It was maybe... Actually, I, I when we were talking about Halloween decorations, I would just had a, a million ideas, like one mm. of them being like, I think it'd be funny there was a Halloween decoration of just like... A guy getting like a phone call that he's like getting divorced. Like I think that, but it's like an obvious fake guy. Like he's like inflatable, but he's like on the phone, and it's like how would
0: you convey the divorce? Because to me, just like a large cell phone ringing is enough.
3: That that is terrifying. (laughs) Halloween get a decor. Big, big speech bubble, I think, coming out of it, like cartoon speech bubble. <laughs> it says, like, irreconcilable differences on it.
0: <laughs> no, just... Oh, yeah, he could be holding, you know, divorce paperwork. That'd be pretty yeah, intense. I,
3: think, I mean, that's scary. That's where Ooh, I think Halloween just... needs to go.
4: It's just, it's just dread, just sad yeah,
3: things. An inflatable bad... person
0: serving you papers. Oh, from, like, a pizza yeah. box.
3: So it's like a pizza box, but it's actually divorce papers so you've been served. Yeah. Right. That's oh. right. Very, yeah, no, a would be big spooky.
1: Skeleton in a vest finding just a note on the kitchen island. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Wait, is the note
3: like like the the like of, of someone's leaving you? I thought it was just like this is a thing I have to do still. Oh man. Because that's
1: like that's usually uh, what my life is. It's just a, just a big spooky
0: to-do list. List. I to do list. the no. cheese.
1: No. Well, it's just like monsters in a horror movie. The less you right. show of it, your imagination it. You, right. yeah. right, tells you don't right. know what you blank. never actually see. Scary. What's in the note? You know, to-do the to-do list
0: is- or a dear John note equally yeah. terrifying. The list got- is the one that happens you, only in the mind. You put whatever yeah. scares you the most into that note. I think that's a solid plan. Um, all right. Well, that's the the end of um, spooky season talk. And uh, next week we'll be full on into, um, I guess, Thanksgiving talk. Yeah, great. Yeah. to two talks. Can't talk wait about to he, hear about yeah, hear about the uh, turkey donut next week. Um, all happen. right, so that's going to do it for segment one.
3: Alex, the spookiest segue is a segue that happens in your mind. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just left. Yeah, I should have
0: should have left this unspooked um, this week. For segment two, The Game, as you know, we're playing a year-long movie-watching game, which at this point should have written a good introduction before, but the basic way it works is we all picked a movie and try to steer the podcast to the movie we picked using a standard one actor in both movies move, a la Kevin Bacon. Um, This week, we watched the 1997 neo-noir film directed by David Lynch and co-written by Lynch and Barry Gifford called Lost Highway. Um it was starring Bill Pullman, who you may remember from Casper two weeks ago, which is how mm-hmm. we got here. We traveled via Bill Pullman, President Bill Pullman, President Forever, Bill Pullman. Did we talk about what is your did we talk about this last week? What is your go to Bill Pullman? How do you picture because I picture him as president in Independence Day? Whenever I see I Bill Pullman, that. I see that's President Bill it. Pullman.
4: That's I think that's his legacy.
1: See, I always immediately go to while you were sleeping. Because that was like one of my mom's favorite movies, since you would play it constantly, and I think that was the first time he do, I ever what's saw he doing Bill in that movie. Roman I haven't seen that. it. He's the romantic lead in a in a oh. rom-com. Oh, he's uh, holding her up Bullock. by the waist on a bridge. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Uh That's that's a movie about this. Uh, Sandra Bullock plays this total uh, loser who like dreams about being in love with this guy, and then when the guy falls into a coma. He, she shows up at the hospital and through a series of m- misunderstandings, Hilarious. P- her family believe that she is his fiance. Uh, so she gets involved in this whole family she has nothing to do about, it, ends up falling in love with her brother, named played by Bill Pullman. And then the guy wakes up, but he doesn't remember her because they'd never met before. And <sighs> then a love triangle happens. Okay, so, so I love
0: this, but I will say if you look at the poster or you look at the cover of this movie, it really looks like... Bill Pullman throwing Sandra Bullock in front of a subway. That mm-hmm. is what this poster look, This looks
4: like you're right. Yeah, he, he is wow. hucking
0: her onto the tracks. She's she's about imminent. to get
4: it's so it's yeah. That's a Halloween decoration right there. While you were sleeping, <laughs> <poster>. <laughs> that was very
0: spooky. Um, the movie uh, Lost Highway also features Patricia Arquette, Balthazar Getty, Robert Blake, Richard Pryor, and Henry Rollins, among others. Um, and this was picked by Hunter uh, Porquet. Hunter, why did you select? this move
4: well if you remember from the episode um i didn't really have a very solid plan um, <laughs> oh i do and I then do anthony that now, yeah. threw it out as like oh we could do that and i was like oh that sounds good also no way am i getting to my movie very soon and part of the whole thing was we're supposed to decide whether this is spooky enough for me to get a point yes uh, for spooky <sighs> yeah. Month. i well, believe I it is i mean it's pretty spooky yeah i'm gonna say
1: this is certainly up. spooky enough Okay, yeah.
0: so it sounds like there's not going to be any dissent anyway, but I will just say if if you had been on the fence about it, which I was at first, um, there is uh, – here it is. Um, uh, one of the guys specifically says – this is some spooky shit we got here. Yeah, yeah, so that's
3: true. That settled it.
0: I feel like I mean, the movie is yeah. so,
3: happening. I think it's happening, yeah. Yeah,
0: we'll get you your point uh, when we get down to the business, Hunter. Well, um, for those of you who have not seen Lost Highway from 1997 by David Lynch at all, let me um, summarize for you my patented six point micro summary. i never been anything different. So, the most important thing for you to know is that Dick Laurent is dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's Let's start cool. there. Okay.
2: Inside yeah, no, an <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. So so, Bill Pullman is a uh, is a jazzman. He's a sax worker. He's a, this cat can swing, is what I'm telling you. Um, and his wife, he likes. Now, he
1: doesn't. He doesn't just. Okay, I have never seen someone play sax and thought that dude is shredding up there. But <laughs> yeah, Bill yeah. Pullman. <laughs> Shreds yeah, he, he plays the shit out of a saxophone in this no movie. We see well, they scary. also had
4: to, like, flash light and, like, kind of, like... They had to do a lot of effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he's, up, so we you know. see
0: him briefly in his jazz club, and there is a strobe pointed at the camera, which is yeah. a very clever way to make a nightclub uh, that looks realistic, but also we don't notice that Bill Pullman is not playing a saxophone. It was a perfect... Right hide the key you know, hide the ball with him him and his uh, fingers but yeah he's shredding it's like a rock it's like a yeah like a 90s rock jazz thing happening and uh, he plays the shit out of it and i i would say overall i have a few like uh disappointments with this movie my main one not as much saxophone as i'd expected
2: That's i would have true. liked to see
0: bill pullman play a couple more times i wish that had been a bigger plot point because you don't get that many because he's also rich he's got a very nice house he's a very successful sax man
4: yeah absolutely um, yeah, and they really don't come back around to the saxophone thing. They come back around to a lot of stuff in this movie, yes, but yes. not the saxophone part.
0: Yeah, that was that was a one and done saxophone. Um, so he he can uh, he can shred on the on the sax on his little, his little alto. Uh, but his wife Patricia Arquette doesn't want to go see his show one night, and then sometime either before or after that, he murders her and goes to prison. And that's just how it goes. Like either you go to the show or you are already murdered, and or
4: you're murdered after. Well, okay. Oh, well, do you want to mention the tape part at all? Because the
2: tape part Well, crazy. I was, again, also, well, I was man, like, how do you was, even?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so, well, okay. So this part that seems like it's going to be the point of the movie and then isn't, is that Bill Pullman receives uh, VHS cassettes uh, in envelopes on his doorstep. Yeah. First of just which, somebody Which was a better his. gift uh,
3: than, than it is now. I just want to clarify. Yes, like, for sure. Yeah,
0: because yeah, those yeah, are reusable. He could have. Yeah. Immediately rewrote that to, to record whatever. Well, there's there's he a was few points that night. To, to
1: make. One, yeah, Patricia gets the tapes. She's yeah. exclusively it, the one who finds every single one of them. Right. Bill Pullman never it finds, finds, finds that. any Bill of Pullman them. Bill Pullman doesn't that's, find them. I that's like an important okay. plot in the movie, right? Okay. The second. Um, I really love the way his living room is set up, the way the VCO is a good 10 feet away from the TV. Very yeah, practical. Yeah, yeah. The way the I love to set like, up my no, stuff. No, it's awesome. It's just like uh, in the,
4: the corner of the room, basically on the floor, there's like two it, like weird pillows under
1: him. That's yeah, it. Yeah, so, it's a yeah. really odd living room design. And then it. three, this point is like, honestly, this is maybe one of my biggest fears on the planet is receiving something like this. The idea yeah. that someone like, one of my big I had a nightmare once that I woke up and there was just like like a mannequin head in my room that wasn't there when I went to bed. Whoa. And that this idea has always stuck with me. And it horrifies me. The idea of someone breaking into your house and not hurting you, just leaving you something like that is the scariest idea in well, the so, world. Well, so okay, to me. I just want to clarify. So first,
0: it's just a recording of his front door from the street. Yeah. At first, it's just which in 1997 might have seemed a little creepy, but now that we have Google Street View, it's just like, well, yeah, everyone has a yeah, closed like, door.
3: Oh, good, I'm an influencer. My like my jazz <laughs> career is taking off
2: now. <laughs> the, the fans yeah, care the about The first
3: me. one, it was like it was like two percent
0: creepy that somebody was just look. I have a v. Vi- I have a video recorder, and I am standing in a public place looking at your closed door, and you're like, is minor. But then mm-hmm. it's a d de- The second vi- there's a- the second video that's like, oh, do you Goes getting into the paper or something, and then the th- or and the third one is like, I'm videotaping you sleeping, and I broke into your house, and that one mm-hmm. significant increase in creepiness.
1: Yeah, you also have if to Google remember, as- view, if you
0: just if like the street view car drove through my bedroom, that would be a very different situation.
1: Yeah, and also you, the line you referenced earlier is that he hates video cameras. Because he likes to remember things how he remembers right. them and not how right. they are, which is another very important line and theme in this movie. You know, it, it it probably is. So, OK, so that's all done. So now he's murdered his wife sometime
0: before or after that event. And um, oh, yeah, the last video is him dismembering his wife. And so we don't know when that happened or if he's the one who took the video or why any of that's happening. And if you were going to hold your breath to find out, don't.
4: Just breathe. Just breathe. Well, it's yeah, not... you know who made the movie. Yeah. You were told that hopefully before you watched it. You know who made the movie. Wait, what? David Lynch made the movie. Oh, I'm just wait, saying, wait, like, well, if David part. Lynch shows yes. me someone oh, was I, I murdered, I thought you made the video of thinking him thinking like Well, it's yeah. a who done it. We're gonna yeah. find
3: out who yeah. did. Right, like, right. <laughs> for 90 minutes of tight plotting. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess David
0: Lynch, if he stands for one thing, it's it doesn't matter who done it. It definitely doesn't matter who. We're never
1: that. The only way
0: you can tell me who done it is if you fire me.
1: No, the his thing is that it's never a question about who did it. It's always we know who did it. Right? I mean right. maybe except for Twin Peaks, but like there's no question about what happened to his wife. It's it's it is the story of the movie. It's not a mystery at all, right? Well That's the mystery was who videotaped him
0: and it seems yeah. like it was him, which means the other videos of the outside of the house were probably him, but anyway,
1: it doesn't matter. Well, also, it doesn't matter. Maybe the videotapes weren't literal. Maybe yeah, the video didn't happen. Yeah. Um, okay. But that see, was that's a literal the thing, sigh. Anthony.
4: Is maybe the murder didn't happen. Mm. Okay? Mm. This is
0: what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Maybe it's just she's dead to him because she did not go to his very important club show that he was yeah. playing. Well, no, that no, because she, she said she, she was going to read. Suspicious. No. You're right.
1: Look, look, look. She just doesn't all, like saxophone and hasn't gotten the the guts up to tell you yet. Look, we've all have been there when we could not satisfy a partner. Right. Everyone has that. Of course. But we also, um, I we don't are. know about you, no. but I've never had to go, it's okay, and just kind of lightly pat me on my back, like, it's alright, buddy. Good job. I don't understand. What do you mean, not satisfied? What would that... I don't understand. The, the whole sex scene in the movie was him being able to un- not be able to satisfy his wife. Yeah, and yeah. She I, c- kinda, I couldn't like, figure out what was happening. Just
0: none of that made any sense to me. I could not... Well, that, just that, was clearly though, that, that, yeah. that was
4: actually there. I mean, that... Yeah.
1: Well, no, but I
0: didn't... I've never... I just don't understand what was happening. Why was he not why did it not work? I don't get it. I don't understand how you could not... you never, like,
4: eaten too much cereal before, or... Anything? Okay, now I'm lost on this metaphor for yeah. sure. You've never okay. had like too much pizza and you're like, oh no, I'm sleepy. You've never oh, been like, Okay, busy. So then you 90- don't you don't
0: perform well because you're too full of snap crackling pop. Uh, yeah. yeah,
4: you you've been you've been eating like bowl after bowl of raisin bran crunch and you just like can't yeah, stop eating it and then <laughs> you know, your, and then later there's like a your schedule, like yeah. <laughs> it's like what's you know, like nine thirty in the morning,
0: I just finished my third bowl of raisin bran crunch, honey. Are you feeling up for it? <laughs> it's not <laughs> well,
1: prep for bed.
0: Okay. I've got right the, ra- the brand Randys right now.
1: When you've been like watching a like a nice erotic movie, drinking a bunch of soda and eating a bunch of pop rocks, and then you go to make love, and the commotion gets them all mixed yep. up inside the tongue-town. Yep, yep. And then next thing you know, you're like, you know,
0: yeah. I all the full thing that gets, gets me ready. You know, some people like a little blue pill. I like a, I like a diet coke and some Mentos before we get going. There we go. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just a real agitated stomach. Anyway, um, I want our non-YouTube
3: viewers to understand, uh, like the faces <laughs> I was making during that one were not yeah. ones of comfort or approval. I guess. You yeah, was, anytime, anytime you hear a, a riff on the
4: show during that riff, yeah, I was yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> anytime you hear a, <laughs> it's a riff, fugue
3: state, I think that's, that's a, a little a, dirty. I'm back.
0: You can tune into YouTube to watch Ezra check the hell out of that room. (laughs) He's just not
3: having it. No, it's snack time. I'm going somewhere else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so he killed his wife. So anyway, um, he's on death row uh, for that, which this is not law and order. They skip all of order. They just go from she's dead. You're in jail. Uh, Pretty easy trials. Very fast. Um, but the
1: on death row. Black Hulk. flag is your prison guard, and he's going to read you his <laughs> shitty poetry. It's he's going to release a somewhat comedic uh, Comedy Central hour.
0: Yeah, it's, a lightly it's funny, funny storytelling hour. album. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Henry Rollins. Uh, but anyway, he you uh, got he a headache? Is my you're on death row? He's got a real bad headache. Which, and as you know, if a headache gets bad enough, it turns you into a young mechanic um, who does favors for a pornographer slash small time mob boss slash unorthodox traffic law enforcer who's dating Patricia Arquette in a different wig from when you were married to her. That's just what happens. That is headache. Mm-hmm. I've, you've seen I the commercials. Like, it I starts as like a glowing Alex, red thing and Alex, then all of a sudden you're a new person. The,
4: the listener explaining it that way. Really? You think, confused- <laughs> you think the listener is not going to
0: like they with might this plot?
4: It's, yeah. mm. it's just Bill Pullman turns into a different guy because yeah, he's got a yeah a less famous guy i yes. presumably a less expensive guy that may have been the that's trick. very yeah. oh, sure, yeah.
3: more available guy yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be funny if we found out all of david lynch's like supposedly artistic choices were just like cost cutting measures I like that
0: yeah it's like independence 2 is about to film he's got to get moving so they send out bill pullman just like what if the second half of the movie it's a different person oh, he, he
4: just turns into a different guy who's cheaper and that sounds good
0: so now this cheaper guy, he's a mechanic, like I said, he's working for this mob boss um, who makes porn um you know, you don't porn, makes your dick hard. Um and uh uh so he and he <laughs> One of one of the two funniest lines in this entire movie um, is where the guy
3: explains to him what pornography is. Well, you know, Mm. I think you're used to thought he was You're you're often used to pitching, you know, like what your what your core concept is, and in a way that the sharks would understand it. Where it's like, well, it's
1: called an elevator pitch. You have (laughs) until we hit the first floor to explain it to me. It reminds we
4: can't explain this show that well to the listeners that come here every week. It's true, yeah. We have well, we have two more months to figure out the elevator pitch for season
0: five i it it reminded me a little bit of like a a airplane where they're like a hospital what is it it's like a big room with patients you know it felt like that where he was like pornography what and he's like oh it's a movie with people having sex um it was a good gag anyway so patricia arquette now is a different colored hair and she convinces this mechanic to ignore his current um like emotionally available very attractive girlfriend and instead um sleep with her despite the threat of violence from the porno guy but then she also talks him into robbing her friend andy and attempt to murder him but accidentally succeed murder him um and then they run away together but then they get caught in the in the in a cabin in the the desert by porno man who turns out to be dick laurent so they killed him and like i said the most important thing for you to know is that dick laurent is dead at the end of the movie and that's the movie
4: how come you, yeah, didn't, you didn't mention at all like the guy that's just in the movie to like look weird at the camera? The stranger,
1: by play by He's... actual wife murderer but, Robert but Blake. What? Wait. Oh, wait, really? Wait, what? Wait. Okay.
0: Hold no. on. There's so much going on here. First, I wanna just say I'm not when I summarize a movie in six points, Hunter, I gotta soften some edges i gotta skip some parts
4: it's to just get through funny that that's what you chose to cut out was like the essential like visual character i would say of the movie what is what is essential nope. to you and what's no, essential well, to me might be Alex very different it, he
3: didn't actually see that character at all so i was just saying your version
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow um secondly do i want to no i don't really want to go into this is that actor actually a monster
1: well okay you guys don't know it's a thing that's like about Robert wait, Blake. Wait, wait played, hold a hold I would say a li- likely in a non
3: jokey way, yes. Uh, yeah. You,
4: okay. So you can we'll decide now if you want to spend me, more time let on me, it. Well, no, no let but if me we're going to spend more
0: time you... on it, Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. yeah. We could
4: spend less
2: time on
0: it. Yeah. Story
1: time with Anthony Lopez. Okay, I'm just going to give you the quick overview of Robert Blake. Robert Blake played Beretta on TV for years. He's a second-rate Columbo. He's an actor. He's in this. In this Is movie it about the guy I well, guess I maybe. Argento. I don't know. He's also a TV show. Anyway,
0: Barada is the cheese. Sorry. That yeah. Was my fault. Robert
1: Blake a while ago. So I don't know. It was the 90s, 2000s at some point. One night he goes out to dinner with his wife. Okay. They have a dinner. They have a good time. Maybe they fight. I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh, they go out to the car. He goes, Oh shit. I left my gun in the restaurant. So Mm -hmm. he runs back in to get his gun. And when he comes out, his wife is dead. Now, what happened? I don't know. Again, I wasn't there. He was acquitted. um, But a lot of people believe he killed his wife and maybe got away with it. Maybe didn't. Who knows? It's just the big headline is his excuse was I could not have shot my wife because I ran into the restaurant to get my gun.
0: I (laughs) am going to take this to someplace I'd rather talk about, which is that. A hundred percent of the time I've asked for the restaurant to put the rest of my food in a box. I've left the box at the restaurant. Yeah. I've never yeah. left my gun, but I do always leave my leftovers there. I don't know what it is about my brain, but well, it just can't man, like I didn't have you... the box going in. I can't have it going out. It just won't let it happen.
4: Let me, let me just ask you something. Do you take like your, your you unholster your gun at the restaurant and set it down <laughs> on the seat mm. next to you? Well, or yeah, what do you do with digging it?
0: into your hip?
4: You take. What do you do with yeah. your spurs? Do you leave your spurs
3: on <laughs> or what are you doing here? Is your
1: horse I in there do also?
3: <laughs> I do, yeah, I do. I up well,
0: the horse. Any, the any good door.
1: restaurant will take and wash your spurs while you eat. That's just polite, <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: yeah is, in like, a restaurant. Any, they like right. seat
1: you. They pull out the chair. They
0: take the spurs off you and go to the, the spur cleaning yeah, closet.
1: Like any respectable restaurant is going to do that. So Dude, I don't have yeah, This worry is about Los Angeles. Spurs. You hang
0: up your spurs in yeah. the spurs closet.
3: A spur valet. Yeah, it's, yeah. For tech,
0: well, that's yeah. So the the, the horse you valet the horse because that's L.A. Okay. So you you let them take it's it's free, but you but got a yeah. tip.
3: Is that our this, same, same union? The the horse yeah, valet exactly. is that it's also the our union, union that is
0: running our that is okay, in, it's the horse valet union that is supporting our podcast solidarity. But um, yeah,
1: it's just weird that this was Robert Blake's last movie before the incident, and this is kind of like one of the weirder roles. That's the like thematically mm-hmm. about sort of violence against women, like a lot yeah. of lynch work that they live yeah. it. And then he happened to get involved in this weird case of violence against So I don't women. want to
0: talk about that anymore, but I appreciate the story time. So but I do oh, yeah, so his character in this thing. movie is that he um
1: He's the stranger.
0: He's, he's creepy spooky. and he he's yeah. just the spooky guy. He's just a spooky yeah. guy. And he's met you before. And he does what Anthony you called a magic trick. And i that is exactly, and I know you and I have the shared history of liking magic, but that was exactly what he did, where he's like, call your house right now, and he gives you a phone, and you dial your number, and it's him on the other end of the phone, and that is like a perfect pen and teller magic trick. Like, it's a classic magic trick where you have a phone that is a fake dialer, and what it actually does is it pulls up your friend with the voicemail, like who right. does a voice like yours or whatever. Like, it's a perfect magic trick, and it got me thinking that a lot of stuff in this movie feels like it could be a magic trick. Like guy goes into prison and swaps places is like a classic That's David true. Blaine style yeah. magic trick. Like, yeah. so it's here like is, this,
4: thing. is this, is yeah. this a
0: reasonable reading of David Lynch's uh, lost highway? That this is a movie about how you can't keep a magician in prison. Is <laughs> David this, Blaine's lost highway?
3: <laughs> is this David
0: Blaine's? Is this a David Blaine, David Lynch to David's movie?
4: You know, what do you think? i think i I think that well, it's a David Lynch movie, so mm-hmm. absolutely Alex this is just a new reading of the film that we've created magician reading of it yeah um I think this is that's
0: my gonna be my theory this is part of the magicians' in real life extended universe right right and uh yeah that's that's what I think happened here i I mean, I do like a fake. Phone thing, it doesn't work as well with cell phones because it wouldn't be like call your house, it'd be like call your cell phone that you're holding right now. So it doesn't really make yeah. any sense. But there would be like, Oh, do you have a security camera in your house? You're like, Yeah, pull up your security camera app and it'll show me waving at you or something. Like that sounds doable. Yeah, yeah. that would be really cool. I mean, um, it would, especially
1: scary. it helps you be a magician if you're like not really like a person, but more of a concept. You yeah. know what <laughs> I mean? Like if you're like a concept walking around as a man. Doing yeah. magic tricks and it's very easy to get under someone's skin and do a real real weird magic trick. What'd be a cool magic trick I would actually like to see in real life? A house unexplode and go back together?
2: Yeah. yeah. What happens
1: yeah. in this movie? That would be a cool magic trick. If you could make yeah, that cool. happen, like the way like splintered wood comes back together to make like a non blown up house. Yeah. that'd be cool. I'd I mean, love to yeah. see that in real life. Okay, I,
3: and look, I enjoyed this movie I want to say, but I also would like the magic trick of David Lynch making a, like a, you know, linear movie that was cohesive and that like a dum dumb dumb like me could understand. That would also be a cool yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight story. we've already done too.
4: straight story on this yeah, show. Yeah, it's called okay. a straight story. Oh, that's we did true. we did
3: watch
0: that. We did it watch his well, yeah, I yeah. wasn't there that week. <laughs> David Lynch's "Guy Rides a Lawnmower for Two Hours" movie.
1: David Lynch's Walt Disney, no, was, yeah, 1993 exactly. family. It's a really
4: good. Movie.
1: It's, it's pretty really good.
0: Yeah, uh, the guy yeah, who goes for a may... long
1: motorcycle or go riding his on his uh, lawnmower. It's nice. Elephant Man is like that. Blue Velvet yeah. is linear and straightforward. I mean, he's certainly done this before. I mean, I do. Yeah, think it's this, interesting. this is like
0: this is like. Uh, uh, did you guys watch The French Connection yet?
1: yeah i've seen french or America. not french no yeah. sorry
0: french dispatch the french dispatch the yeah, yeah. there's this there's this moment in the movie where they're talking about this uh, abstract artist and they're like can you draw a bird and then he draws a bird and they're like okay good then your art is good it's just we have to know that you could do that but you're choosing to do this instead <laughs> mm-hmm. that's Dead, yeah. what straight story is is david lynch yeah. saying like look i can make whatever movie i i ha- I know how to make a movie yeah. I'm choosing Dude. to do this one. It's not because Bill Pullman was busy starting on Thursday. I chose this way to
4: make right. this movie in this order. It is intentional. This is what he this is what he wants to do. I mean, yeah. he makes movies that are more dreamlike than most dreams that I've had. Well, this my is actually so I would
0: say one of my main problems with David Lynch is that he likes dreams a lot. And I find dreams to be like not that interesting. And, that, and it, I think this movie even encapsulated it perfectly because there's a time where Bill Pullman explains a dream he had and it's the it's very realistic it's the most dreamlike dream i've ever heard where he says it was our house and you called my name but it wasn't you but it looked like you that is absolutely a description of a real dream in that who cares nothing's happened in that story it's nothing (laughs) you just told me a thing that's nothing i don't care at all i don't buy that dreams are deeply interesting i think mostly dreams are very boring oh i did write a joke in a dream last night um, which I'm gonna use later. I'm gonna try that's out sometimes. Cool. So, well
3: here you, the, gotta, you gotta credit you got credit dream Alex uh for, for his his, his uh, WGA.
4: <laughs> he wants Alex, to get that I agree card. With you. I agree with you that telling someone a story about a dream is just sucks. That's not yeah. very good. But what David Lynch allows you to do is to be in a dream w- while you're awake. And that's right. and this is like as close as it's we can different. do. Yeah. That's a pretty good service to be offering. I mean uh, okay.
3: So here's the thing. Yes. But when I'm in a dream, I think I'm awake, too, which is not terribly different. Like, I already have the feeling of being in a dream when I'm awake. I'm just wrong. So, And I feel like most of the time watching a David
0: Lynch movie, I'm also wrong. I don't know how. (laughs) Yeah. I'm 80% wrong all the time. You can be wrong while awake. That's pretty good, too. Absolutely. Here's here's this thing, that this uh, joke that I wrote in a dream last night that I just remembered while we were talking, which is, it was like, dogs are man's best friend, right? But then sometimes they hump your leg and you're like, no, get off and then they're uh, man's best friends, uh, friend-zoned. That's man's best friend-zoned.
2: Uh, you it's, don't wanna... like, so close, Alex. I and know. Yeah, it's almost... almost... Dream quality... quality. Dream
0: quality <laughs> joke.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, I it's mean...
0: way above dream quality. For a dream joke, that's very good. <laughs> yeah,
1: if you said that while speaking backwards and, like, dancing <laughs> weird, now that would be entertaining. That'd yeah, be that would good be a David Lynch dream. movie right there. Yeah.
4: Right.
3: That would be David right. Lynch
2: worthy. So, I
3: honestly... Yeah, think the the story of you telling this as a dream is like, so this one time I had a dream where I wrote this joke is better than the joke itself. So I don't know why that would be true. It's but true. like it's like the, the frame of it is better. Yeah, I, well, I uh, that is definitely true. And I do
0: that that's like a it's kind of a hack. It's like a little hacky bit you can do, or you can mm-hmm. like look, this joke isn't good, but if I tell you where it came from, it'll kind of work. Yeah. Um, I and saying it out loud, I also want to say that the dog wanted to be like man's best friends with benefits. So there's like you could keep riffing now that we're awake. It's like whenever somebody is like, oh, I fed 10,000 hours of Law and Order into a AI and the AI spit out the script. Mm. They always got more script and they edited down to just the funny parts. So that's right. the same thing. It's like dreams are like AI writing where you like you just kind of pick the part that works. Mm, yeah. What's the gem? Yeah. You got to edit it as a, an awake person. Here's my problem, Anthony and Hunter. I did like this movie, but it was Are like 12.
4: specifically to me?
0: Well, I, I said Anthony and Hunter. Whether... Both of you guys, I just wanted, I just, mm. I liked it. and I just want you to like is, me. Yeah, this I is I just not want to tell you, me. I had a good time. It was not for Ezra. It was like 12% too lynchy for me.
4: That's how I felt about this. Mm. I was like
0: mostly there, but it was maybe slightly too lynchy.
4: I think it's a little too lynchy for me, to be honest. Oh, okay. is this liking... Lynch Does it get lynchier than this? Um, it definitely gets Lynchier than. It's actually. Yeah. I actually think it might be because if you actually get Lynchier, like uh, like Inland Empire, or Empire. Uh, something yeah. like that, uh, I actually I start liking it again. This might be just in like a <laughs> like a middle point where or, I'm just kind of like okay a Lynch with it. Donut
3: hole, basically, where it's sure. like course, yeah, yeah. Just, more Lynch or less Lynch. Like, make it up your right. mind. Just kind of. It's kind of a baby bear's bowl of porridge Lynch, which yeah.
2: should be
4: good, but that's not. We don't want the baby bear serving of David Lynch. You, you're Who an adult mama, bear Papa is what you're saying. I want, mama cold, I want my own meal. cold bear or
0: scalding. Don't give me this lukewarm yeah. mm, pudding yeah.
4: bullshit. Yeah. Full-size yeah. Mama Lynch. Bear would be like like Mulholland Drive. Or wait, no, I guess Mama Bear. I don't remember how this story works. I've realized <laughs> it, I forgot how it works.
0: Is it too hard, too <laughs> soft, just right? I don't know which is which. Lawnmower would be Mama Bear.
3: Yeah, you're probably right. Lawnmower is Mama Bear. I mean, maybe. Yeah. wait Look, I don't want to say, but maybe Mama Bear likes more Lynch than Papa Bear. You don't know. You know, you don't know. I, also don't know. I, I suspect that
0: Mama Bear doesn't like porridge cold. She was just like, she was also doing 10 other things. She was very
4: busy. Oh, and so well, you're she, right. Porridge with cold.
3: She was like, no, I actually like hot porridge as well. well I would love uh, hot please. porridge. Everyone's just assuming
4: <laughs> that I like it cold just because I'm busy holding this right. family together. So just mix I mean, those yeah.
3: two together, right? The big, yeah. the big hot bowl, and the big That's
0: cold bowl. So war. true. This, if this perfect. couple just worked together, they would have perfect porridge. Well, no, I still think hot porridge is better. You really want like 90%. Hot porridge. You don't want a hundred. You don't want fifty. Yeah.
3: You don't want to that's, scold yeah. yourself. That same level of lynch lynchiness. Yeah, maybe that's what it is for lynchiness. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a what what we good talking about Anyways, Mama yeah. and Bring Papa Bear should just work together. This is an important point you've said. Also, they, they could look, solve this. Just so you know, what this would be a great movie if, like, Goldilocks had made a videotape of her in the house and then sent it to them. <laughs> Real creepy. A, just a video of her on the bed covered in porridge. You're like, what did you
1: do? <laughs> well, I mean, but that's the thing is, you can't have you know Mama Bear finding out that Papa Bear actually invited Goldilocks in, uh, right? Yeah. That's yeah. A bad Goldilocks does go not wanted. That's the thing. Yeah, go- yeah, exactly. Goldilocks does not go where she's not wanted, right? <laughs> and she'll show up again at the with the video camera. But the weirdest. <laughs> video camera that's like uh, just a security yeah. camera with a thing glued to the side of it i yeah, love it top of the
3: line sony in. camera in 1997 um, hard for me to know yeah
4: i,
1: no, it I always like love
4: i always love that moment in i like that scene a lot when he shows up with a video camera and then he just starts walking towards bill pullman with his hand out. because one thing that i that i find that ca- characters in david lynch movies tend to do is like Obviously, Lynch movies are are freaky. They can be um, off putting and and spooky. But also, sometimes David will just ask actors to do like really corny, like scary stuff. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that works in his movies. Like, yeah. I can't believe that that actor's direction was just, walk towards the camera and go like this, like, <laughs> with your hand out. It's so scary! but And it works because it's just, like, off-puttingly tacky that you're yeah. just like, wow, this is freaking me out right now. Well, there's,
1: there's a few things about Lynch that like, every time I see, like, a new Lynch movie, it's so, like, this is like one of the only ones of his I haven't seen. And even though, like, this definitely probably won't be in, like, my top, like, three or four of his films, but, like, I'll take anything from the man because I just love him. And like there's so much about even in this movie that you get like one, the fact that he is such a master of tone and his sound design is some of the best in any filmmaking. He is so good at using soundscapes to put you in there and to put you like you know, there's a scene kind of early on before sort of the murder sequence when like Bill Pullman's just like walking through his shadowy house. And like because of how black it is, it feels like he's going down this like miles long hallway mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's so weird and eerie. Um, And he's he just is so good at capturing these images. And a big way of how he gets those things is one of the things I really love about Lynch is like he's the way he works with actors and the way actors talk about working with him is that he's an incredibly collaborative director. He is not someone who's, like, demanding. He never pits anyone to come make uncomfortable positions. He gets actors to be so comfortable and let them come up with ideas that it was Hmm. probably something Robert Blake just wanted to do, you know? And he was like, yeah, just go with it. was going to film that. And then, like all the right, other, that makes thing me like that it. Lynch, you got me. Yeah, that's better. The other thing that Lynch does so well that I think really separates him from a lot of like people who try to do Lynch stuff is like a lot of people do the weird stuff. A lot of people do the surreal imagery, the uncomfortableness. Well, but so few people get his like sense of humor, which is yeah. also a thing in all of his movies. Is how funny they are and how like yeah. aware of ridiculousness they are. And just oh, well, like so
0: the two funniest things in this movie, one we already mentioned, which is um, with the guy explaining what porn does, and the other one is the scene where the mobster uh, is pistol whipping a man and explaining to him how to drive yeah. safer and, yeah. and tell and it's making important. him promise yeah. to buy a driver's manual and remember not to tailgate and how many car lengths you have to be apart. This is a very funny scene. It's so, very very. funny. Uh, okay.
3: yeah. I got a story from this one. I guess from from IMDb, which is fun. So wait. wait, wait. Ezra no, Fox's story time. I want my donut. Intro, but, but oh, okay. You ain't foot but thank you. Ezra, <laughs> that tells I'm... a story. Uh, so uh, apparently, um, uh, if I'm getting right, uh, so Robert Loja wanted to audition, I guess, for the um, character in Blue Velvet, but it had already been cast, actually, and he was, he was waiting, uh, he so he'd been waiting, I guess, for like three hours, I guess. Uh, he just like showed up and was waiting like three hours, and like, uh, for like, i guess to hopefully get to cast to audition for a role that had already you know been cast and when he found out that you know that he had been waiting for no reason basically he had this like just like basically tirade that he unleashed um mm. and like that had like stuck uh, with uh uh Lynch uh for like I guess the next 8 years and so like he like based like that um uh that both the character and also that uh, that like yelling about uh, traffic safety uh, on that moment and, and gave him the role for that he
0: was like so tickled by a guy being mad but reasonable <laughs> like like
3: yelling but reasonable that
0: he was like yeah. i want to make a character that does." that's really cool i like yeah, that I love a love that
4: that's pretty cool um uh
0: a couple of other things that i i know from like the internet about this movie a couple like little interesting facts one is um that house that this is all happening in was david lynch's house
2: uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, cost that's savings again house.
4: <laughs> that makes sense, but did you hear the thing that the 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 whole hearing on the intercom? Uh, Dick Dick Laurent is dead. That one day, someone just came up to David Lynch's front door and just said, "It doesn't." He doesn't say what they said. They didn't say Dick Laurent is dead. That would be crazy. Mm-hmm. They didn't they say he was alive though. They didn't say it was a lie. He did not they, neither confirm nor deny. But, but that that actually happened to him where he he went Whoa. to his intercom cuz someone was at it and then they just said some weird stuff into the intercom and David Lynch got all freaked out.
0: I also well, love this this is what I worry about when you live in Hollywood and you have a house with an intercom that's just like the 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 street. You don't right. have you're not in an apartment building, there's no gate. You just someone could just walk up and just start talking in your intercom. Of course, someone's going to do a funny thing where no, they're
3: like, "Oh, uh, that's terrifying, though." Because, like, can you imagine what someone would have to say to freak yeah. David Lynch out? That's a very well, good point. How weird actually, does it have to be
0: to get David Lynch to be like, "Well, that was some
4: spooky." That's shit. Too much for me. I think I think David. My impression of David Lynch is that he's a sweetheart, and he probably gets freaked out by all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. That's why his all movies right, are possible. so spooky because he's okay. he's getting like that, you know that's he's being thrown off himself all the time, but he has to put that into the movie. Um
0: another fun location thing is that the firestone where the young mechanic works is uh still looks like that but it's like a brew pub now. And oh, that's cool. yeah which yeah, just recognized it my wife recognized it right away. Um, the the house is also really interesting because his house has those like tiny windows like you might have to defend it using like a bow and arrow which is always fun. Um but also it's like right behind the Hollywood Bowl which is this huge outdoor concert venue here very cool outdoor concert venue, which means he gets like a lot, of, like every time Elton John plays, David Lynch listened, basically. Like every every right. band that played the Hollywood Bowl, David Lynch got to listen to, which is like a super interesting place to live.
1: Yeah, and some band with a killer saxophone player played there one night, <laughs> and he was like, I got an idea.
4: <laughs>
1: I, I'm, I'm telling you there's, there's not nine, less than ten
0: more than 3 saxophone players in the world who could afford that house that's my guess there's just
3: not it's not that yeah.
0: lucrative of a career yeah you're right
3: you're that right you could live
0: in a house that
3: nice well if you're the, knocking over drug dealers i'm not saying that's what actually happened but like that's the <laughs> thing that was an attempt in his subconscious so i believe that's a thing that could happen it's yeah. possible yeah he but he also like
0: was rich but he dressed like he was rich in kind of an insane way where like the tv stand like looked really weird the house was weird he, but he also has this like a sweatshirt with, like, a zipper and then nothing underneath it. Like, just, which, like, raw a sw- dogging a
1: sweater is so hey, gross to me already. And then just... Hey, do not... Bill Pullman <laughs> looks so fucking rad in every scene of this movie. The hair, how good he already looks, his wardrobe. Him and Patricia Urquhart both look so they look- iconic okay, in they every cool. scene the they are in. Thing
0: they look so me good. Out. The most thing that the most freaked out I was was their black satin sheets. Yeah, I just I just can't A weird touch. You, you can't, and I, like like I everybody drools enough in their sleep. It'd be like you have to wash those every night. I mean, I think it's, it's just, just so, dedication so gross and cleanliness. Yeah, that's really A impressive. little bit of sweat, mm-hmm. and those are just disgusting. I just can't. Ugh, I can't. I do like them as a couple though because Patricia Arquette was in porn <laughs> so she was a sex worker and he was a sex worker and that's like a cute couple.
3: Oh, I get <laughs> it. it. I like a wordplay for a parent. So, yeah. <laughs> that's how you get married.
0: All right. Um actually last I want my last note about this and then we we can do last thoughts. My last thoughts are um this movie had a lot of violence in it. Just maybe a little bit much for me. Also a little bit much in the sex department. Two things. One, they have sex in a just in the desert, in the dirt, which is mm-hmm. so uncomfortable. They had clothes, they could put them down. I was very could concerned have. about this. Yes, could have for sure could have. Could have just used the car too, which is not Lots the most comfortable, but it's better, better than sand in the crack, which is what they, they were had doing. That, well, they had I mean that house before those... exploded too. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: and those cars were like old with like nice bench seating, which is right, like right, ideal yeah. if you're trying to fuck in a car. Plenty yeah, bench of room seating. Also,
0: yeah. did nobody do foreplay in the nineties? Is that a two thousands invention? Because they have sex a couple times and it's just like they're like, we should, and then they're inside each there's other. There's a fugue it's just state like, time there's foreplay
3: also. So they just
0: like, <laughs> blacked out. I'm assuming it happens. Just, just too fast, you everybody. Yeah. All right. That's how, last I mean, thoughts? that's how we used to do it. Last thoughts on Lost Highway? Yeah. I liked this um, much better than I expected. No, good. Yeah. Ah, good.
2: That's yeah, that's I, I definitely liked
0: parts of it. I think I would not have liked it as much if we hadn't watched Mahal Drive last season. And then talked about it a lot. So I'm like much more prepared and, and like in the pocket for this. And we'd watched enough Twin Peaks, too, that I felt like I was ready for it, even though it was 12% too much. But we were close. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Well, that's Lost Highway. Before we move on, we am going to do some business. Um, so first, Hunter gets a point for yeah. picking a spooky movie. Ezra, our it's official a spooky keeper, movie. What does that do to our score? Oh, I feel man. like it
3: tightens things a little bit absolutely it does so before Hunter's in last with 14 <gasps> alex and anthony tied for second at 15 and ezra 16 up top but i gotta ask hunter what are you gonna do with that point oh that's a good point yeah thank you um
4: i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna have my
3: point oh he's thank gonna you. eat it all right i'm having good. it okay we got a three-way tie now for for second uh anthony alex hunter all at 15 ezra still Ezra, I know
0: you're the official scorekeeper, and I would hate to question this, but I'm just just—I'm assuming there's listeners writing angry emails in right now, which is I had Anthony at 16 points. Did you miss his spooky point last week? Oh, I could have missed a spooky point.
3: I'll give that. Yeah. All, right, All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll believe that. We'll uh, double check s- the math. We'll go back to the tapes, but I believe. Spook possible. I mean, it's good that we read it out every time, but uh, yeah, I totally would believe that. Okay. Sorry. So then, uh, Ezra and Anthony, 16, first place. Alex 115, second place. Who who's um,
1: picking ba- ba- again this week? Me. Yeah. Your boy. Ooh. Hey, it's your boys. Hey account. Alex. Um, yeah. I don't know if you have a decision you wanted to make, but um mm-hmm. you, you want you want some points? Ooh, interesting. What are you suggesting? Yeah. I think I know this path well, we really about this one. Well, no, I'm just gonna give you a straight path from this movie to the Virgin Suicides through Giovanni Ribisi. Mm-hmm. if we want it. We can go straight to my movie, watch hopefully a good movie with some interesting conversation and some diversity from a filmmaker we haven't covered before, Sofia Coppola, right. so, and the fantastic Kirsten Dunst and a bunch yeah. of other great cast. Or I'm you very excited about you-
0: that. I, I'm excited about that pick. Um, the one idea that I had was that I have a power card where oh, I dear. can move twice. I can do a double- I can move you through. got
4: you stole my card. Was that, that the one you what had? Be my card. I had I that all
0: card. All the cards.
2: And oh man! Them.
0: <laughs> well, that was a good shuffle. Then I lucked out last Jesus. week. So I was thinking I could take that card and go Patricia Arquette to High Low Country, and then Billy Crudup to Princess Mononoke from 1997, my own target movie. Nice. So that's hey, what hey, I'm going to do. It was a very appealing idea, Anthony, but I'm going to do my own double move. I would love to watch uh we also have to filmmaker watch both movies. No, like we just do okay. a double move. we just go straight to Princess awesome. Mononoke. So awesome. I I also a filmmaker we've not talked about this uh, this season. Yeah. Um also a very good cast, I think. I've not seen it. I'm very excited about it. I like uh everything I've seen um from from Ghibli, but I have not yet watched Princess Mononoke. So
3: Okay, I think next week we have to watch the trailer though for high low country and have to do a a, a one minute review of it okay <laughs> that seems <laughs> fair that seems totally fair, fair everybody has to at least
0: check in um with the yeah. country whether it's as high we, or low yeah <laughs> since we're passing through it so anthony very appealing and i can't wait to watch your movie next but uh uh it's or maybe you can work with ezra to get through princess mononoke yeah, i next I'll, I'll figure out what the path is mm. as is next week um i pretty also I, as ez reached out and asked me if i wanted to do th- this double move with him to get to princess mononoke and then he would share the points with me since he's after mm-hmm. me, um, which saved me having to research how to do two moves to get to Princess Mononoke. So thank gave you, Ezra. You two oh.
3: paths, yeah. I gave you I gave you high low country, and I also gave you the option of uh, the badge, which has Patricia Arquette and Billy Bob Thornton.
2: So well, this, two. either
0: way, saved two me two minutes of homework. So I really do appreciate that. And uh, okay, so that's it. That's the official pick, Princess Mononoke, next week. Um, before we go. Um, I want to read a couple of quick emails. Actually, we have to check in. We, we, we got to rank it. Yeah, we, oh, we have to rank it. rank it. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Rank it, bud. I, I, got, I got out of my head of, of myself. Um, let's do... Uh, yeah, let's rank it. Where does the uh, 1997 film Lost Highway rank on the best movies of all time of season five? Let's start with you, Anthony. Where do you, Where does this movie fall for you? Or what, what chunk do you want read out, is my question.
1: Can I get like five to ten or something like that? Sure. So to five to ten
0: on the list of greatest films of all time is Iron Giant, Cuckoo's Nest, Hero, Good, Bad, Ugly, Happy Together, and Batman. Can I get the next five? Then it's But I'm a Cheerleader, Unforgiven, Best Movie of All Time, Apollo 13, Bowfinger, and Michael Clayton. I'm going to go one better than Apollo 13. So you're going to say 12. So here's the problem. I will say just, just so you guys know, I, as fun as it is to joke about things being better than Apollo 13, I know you're wrong about it, but we can do it. Whatever. I would just like to point out that currently Apollo 13 is the 13th best movie of all time. And you have to appreciate Uh, the symmetry of that. I don't think everyone's going (laughs) to
3: put it in the same spot.
0: I think if just everyone could rank every movie for the rest of the year, lower than Below, 13 yeah that
4: would really help it's a big challenge uh
0: it is a challenge
3: princess
4: mononoke coming up which yeah, is that's gonna be tough classic, so. it's
0: pretty solid <laughs> all right so uh but you're gonna say 12th uh, anthony yeah um ezra where are you gonna put it um
3: okay i would think i would put it so i i think that this is the um this is the a thing that is good that's not for me i gotta put it um that's the in the between the out of sight and dead ringer spot. So oh, that's, um, that's exactly
0: what I was thinking. That is exactly the spot of things that I believe are good but are not quite for me. I wish in the cut was right next to those, but I do because it feels like the same vibe. But so you're going to say 16 and a half? Um, well, I guess yeah, Anthony you probably should have said 12 and a half. Not yeah, 12. but yeah, I mean, um, I like
3: this a whole lot better than Dead Ringers. I I, I thought it was yeah, pretty me, cool. Um, me too. So. um But that, so I'm going to give it exactly the same
0: rating at 16.5. Hunter, that leaves you. What is your ranking for the Lost Highway?
4: somehow i'm gonna rank it highest uh and i'm gonna rank it uh below happy together above batman
0: that seems fair too all right so that's a 9.5 for a total score of 67 or 16.75 which means as is reasonable when you have two people picking the same thing it is exactly between out of sight and dead ringers so it is just below out of sight and Head of Dead Ringers, I think, is a fair place for it to be. Yeah. Um all good movies, still. The 17th best movie of all time. I mean, yeah, so our list does lean like, heavily what's the towards line? decent. Um, what is the quality line? Well, the I mean it, it's you know, it's <laughs> there's some debate, but I think the, the quality line, depending on where you do with what you do with Princess Diaries and Casper, the quality line might be around twenty-two in the cut and then Princess Diaries i think the or, quality I would put line it probably is at 27
3: Shrek. to 28 i think like
0: where <laughs> yeah the quality line you could also do be below hard to be a god and uh, above avengers endgame 27 28 i i would say probably it's below casper so for me the line is 24 and a half then we get into life aquatic cable guy hard to be a god um stuff like that all right that's the ranking now we have the last thing gonna do uh for our business is we got to do some emails so first up um as i mentioned very enthusiastic uh very enthusiastic listeners so uh this week so last week one of the things that i mentioned during our special episode is that i do not own a dvd player and i have a dvd i'd like to watch at some point point. and we have never gotten such an outpouring of people trying to help as me saying i don't have a dvd player <laughs> um a uh, longtime friend of the show admiral compost offered to rip my dvds and then dropbox them to me robin suggested this which i think is cool which is a fun fact you can buy a dvd player for five bucks from goodwill then donate it back when you're done so you're basically using them to rent as like basically a rental service that's still supporting goodwill um so uh i think that's a that's a cool system and then uh i also got an email uh from vicente who says um I take this uh, rather not only a DVD player, I take to be the result of a rather healthy decluttering instinct, but as a way to ensure many more years of re weep content, I feel it is my duty to step in and offer a free DVD player, no strings attached. Ooh, wow. A Whoa. fellow LA resident has a DVD player in a box, absolutely unused. Wow. And would be more than happy to drop it off in any location, which in LA is saying a lot. That could mm-hmm. be up to six hours of driving. Yeah. Um, but uh which is and it helps uh, vicente's decluttering instinct so all very very kind um i will say one thing that happened though after we recorded this episode is i remembered i do have a dvd drive on my computer but i use i only have so many power cables in my case and i pulled it out to use a second uh, to add a second uh hard drive Mm -hmm. so i could have a dvd player for free with about six screws and eight minutes so I do still have the drive or I could plug it into its own external thing. Like I definitely have a thing that I could use. And so I don't know if I'm actually going to need any of these offers, but I do appreciate everyone coming out of the woodwork to like try to very quickly make sure I get a DVD player so I can watch this one documentary. That's not on streaming anywhere. Um, that's very sweet. very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing is it has been, I don't know if you guys know this. Is this a surprise to you? It's been one month since we all set fitness goals do you remember oh yeah i, I oh, yeah. was aware that I, I ran a race yeah okay great so it's time to check in so you may remember about a month ago we had a new meat buddy uh david who had said suggested we all do a fitness goal of any size for the month um david updated us um that that he is well pleased with his fitness goals uh he had uh, his friend mike oh, had been helping his friend mike get in shape uh, and uh, they had fun, especially. he said Mike enjoyed the three floors of stairs to get to my flat. And I do love pitching a third floor walk up as like to a friend who's staying there as like an intentional exercise plan for them and not an inconvenience. I mean, I
1: don't know what else you would call that. I mean, that is <laughs> the designers were like, these people are going to be in shape. They need, they or do need shape, to walk yeah. more.
0: Yeah. These lazy people. Um, so, Ezra, you had a training goal or a goal, which is your small fitness goals that you're training for a 10K and your goal is to do it in under 55 minutes. It's been a month.
3: Please. How did it go? I ran the 10k and I failed miserably at my training goal. Uh, what was feel, your uh, what was your total uh, time? It, I believe it was 62. Uh, so this is like oh, basically just that. It was like 10 miles, uh, but it was. Um, yeah, I felt it was weird because I didn't feel good during the race, but as soon as I stopped, I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I feel incredible! I've never felt better after like running <laughs> like that hard." And so, and I felt great the next day. Um, I was good for, throughout all of it. So I was like, okay, I guess like my body didn't want to work during it any harder than that. But like, it definitely like had good juice throughout. So uh, you know, ju- that's 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 how real runners measure. I think their achievements uh, is in in the juice. Is in the juice. You, yeah.
1: Runners measure how bloody their nipples are. Isn't that a oh, thing? Did you yeah. have bloody so, nipples? Is it not zero? For a, I'm gonna guess not for a 10k.
0: I think that might be. Uh, a lot longer runs I've, before you I've, should be. If your nips are bleeding on a
3: 10k, you have I don't know some other. Yeah, I whole, have no like,
1: frame of reference. I have yeah. no. How long do you need to run before your nipples start bleeding? I just Look, know that's I've, a I've, 20k. Thing.
3: No, I 20K. I've done a marathon. My nips were still fine then. So like, it's just it, that's. I think, however, I am physiologically the problems I might have with you know like speed are more right. made up for with, with my, your calloused you know, nips, <laughs> iron. Nips.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: you've
2: got quite it's a, a very a, small uh, portion of,
0: of the iron man you don't have the full iron man <laughs> yeah. you just just got it's, iron it's nips. weighing me down from the speed side but other than that's good <laughs> um yeah well i i don't know when that does start i i could i could imagine it has to do with what shirts you wear and also just like the size of your body and, and clothing um prime matter but i would if i was going to do 20k i'm gonna put might put some preemptive band-aids there i think it that hurts. might be worthwhile yeah well, it does coming off, but um, always yeah. hurts. Great, man! Congratulations. I Thank so, you. Uh, Hunter, you had a goal. Your fitness goal for one month was to go to the gym twice a week. How's that been yep. going?
4: Well, you know, I got really sick, and so <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really. Uh, I didn't really do it uh, twice a week. But I, I mean, I did do it somewhat. Did you right, get to the Lister? gym? Yes, I did. I did hit the gym. Great. Um, I went with. Uh, I went with my girlfriend, uh, Vika. We had a good time. Um, and, uh, I was learning how to, I've been learning how to use a rowing machine. Um, I have really bad form, uh, and yeah, I'm just not, and I I actually don't even think I'm really getting, uh, better at it, to be honest. I think I'm actually getting worse at it, but maybe I have to get worse from how I assumed it worked in order to eventually, uh, get really good at it. But I've been going like
0: getting worse at and what are you getting better at? Just going?
4: Oh no no no! I'm going. I'm there. You're just getting right. worse at at lifting, at rowing. I just feel like oh, you're worse I, at rowing. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, for some reason, the rowing machine I'm into, it's just like I'm about it for some reason. It just kind of looks like a cool machine to be about, and also it's not used very heavily, um, like at the place that I go. So. Well, yeah, um I, I went. I I didn't go twice a week, but I, I've 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 been. I've been. I'm
0: very impressed that you went at least once. And I told you I thought you should set the goal a little smaller than twice a week. That yeah. was too much. And you were like, um, you were like, no, I'm gonna do it the full amount. And then you didn't. You did about the right amount, which is good. <laughs> if you aim, you know, they do say, right, aim high. And if you miss, you, if you aim for the the stars. And if you miss or moon, I don't remember. Anyway, you aim yeah, for one, you yeah, miss, you hit yeah. the other. That's Ena, what I did. Is what they say. Yeah, yeah, I did um, that. Those are both. They're all. They're, whatever it is, it's wrong astronomically. Like if you miss the moon, it's not like, well, yay, I'm amongst the stars. You like die. Yeah, you're for dead. sure. Well, yeah, yeah. You're going well, off look, nowhere. We're all going to die. Well, mm-hmm. but you die specifically in space in the next week. I think is how that works. If you miss good, the moon, you are fucked.
1: Yeah. Hey, that's good still point, an Ezra. impressive I amount of time to live tonight. in space.
0: Yeah, a full yeah. week. That's
1: pretty impressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You get a nice. Little, you get to live in the space for a week. Um, Anthony, your goal was to turn on the fitness tracking on your Apple Watch. How did that go?
1: Hold on, I am switching the headphones so I can hear you guys. Okay. Switching Hello. The headphones. You guys hear me? So? Did
0: you turn on the fitness tracking on your Apple Watch? I did indeed. Yes. Ooh, wow. Yeah. The success. first hundred percent success rate on our goal.
1: Yeah, I've been monitoring, I've been checking the numbers, I've been watching the graphs, uh-huh. and I am in bad shape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Unrelated to your fitness goal, you just had yeah, to watch the graphs. It's been nice to have it confirmed what we've long suspected, but had no way of proving. Um, <laughs> science has caught up with your intuition, yeah, finally I like that. Science caught up. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good, you know, making sure just like little things, making sure I get my steps in. I try to fill those rings, just sort of being aware of it and having a a motivation to do yeah. extra stuff. I mean, I already like walk a lot. And I'm on my feet a lot. So most of that stuff I was already doing. But it's nice yeah. to just, uh, have these options, uh, you know, sort of at my fingertips and be able to use them. Yeah. Get those rings. That's great. Okay. So my
0: uh, fitness goal, as you guys remember, is that I wanted to buy this shirt from the Koreatown Run Club because I thought the shirts looked cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I felt like it was a, po- a poser thing to do unless I actually went to the run club. And so I went to the run club not once, but twice. I went twice. Oh, Because I actually kind of liked it the first time. And so I went back. Um, the whole time I was like when I was there leading up to the time when it started was so stressful. And I was like, I remembered that I hate trying new things.
2: Mm -hmm. a lot
0: i just hate it and i was just so upset but because so it's a run club which means it's exclusively full of skinny extroverts like everybody Uh. there was there to make friends it was the perfect anti-reality show everyone was just so stoked to so i was standing there awkwardly stretching waiting for stuff to start i also assumed it started on time that was my fault so i had a lot of time to wait yeah that's Um, on you yeah that's definitely on me Mm -hmm. but um all, I I made friends with an architect and we ran together and then the next I came he convinced me to come back the next week and then we talked the next week and we talked about architecture and it was it was super fun. And this group is like so it's really good hearted. They do like a um a little like one, two, three family thing before they start, and they're like they're one of the one of their mottos is we don't run the street these streets, we run in these streets, as in like we are part of this community, yeah. we're not trying to take over. Um and they do a lot of like car you know like you're 12 and you're playing basketball on the street or whatever and uh, it's just it was all very very sweet and i was dead last for oh, yeah. the shorter of the two distances <laughs> and it was my fastest mile time of the year Right. Wow. Nice. and i was dead last
3: improvements
2: and already
0: I, though i definitely dragged this architect back um and then I went back a second time and I was like not going to be last. And it's not in the spirit of this to be competitive, mm. but I was mad. And so I ran a lot faster. So I actually like got faster someone? route on the next week. So it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And I got a shirt and I love my shirt. So you get to it go again. <laughs> or are you slow? done?
4: I would yeah, love yeah. to this keep gonna going. Is going to be a habit for you now? Is this I part would, of
0: your personality? Would love for this to become part of my personality because it was like, oh, I like being part of a thing as much as I hate trying new stuff. The problem is. Their meetings are evenings at 7 which is a very inconvenient time for me. Yeah. To like mm. so does that mean I'm eating at 9 now? I'm like
2: no, normally
3: I, I, you eat light at like 5.
0: Well my wife doesn't get off work until yeah. 5:30 and I well, usually you're make on her own dinner now, dinner, so now like, forever. This <laughs> is Look what it up is. A I'm
3: good like, Yeah exactly.
1: There's just too many things. There's just too many like yeah. this, the schedule is too weird and I well, get home kind of late. Can, and, can I ask yeah. you a question, Alex? This yeah, architect do. friend of yours. Without getting away too much information, what's his name? <laughs> his name? Come on, come on. Well, just come give on. me the first name.
0: Why is this a test? Or no, no, is this that you just... want to meet an architect?
1: No, no. Just give me the name. Just give me the name. I'm
3: names. really curious where this is gonna go. Come on. I don't I, I don't think don't it's a trap name. name.
1: I don't remember his name. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Was
2: that the
0: trap? It felt like a trap. No, I don't remember his no, name. It wasn't a trap. I said the second time I saw him, I said, hey, architect, and he said, hey, comedian, and then we did not go back He's to like, names. Oh, no, we missed the window. Yeah, exactly, and now it was too late oh, to dear. ask him, and I was waiting for someone well, else to introduce no themselves, way, and they Alex, didn't. But...
1: Alex, this, this makes my point even better. I thought it would. That's what I'm most afraid of. <laughs> because let me ask you a question. You think <laughs> tomorrow, whenever they meet, don't you think that architect is going to be craning his neck around the room tomorrow going, where's my new comedian friend? I already told I him. We, really I went like twice in a row, and then I told him I was out of town for the
0: next
3: few weeks, which is true. I was You're doing like, a lot of. T- I had to I'm not crap. looking no. at serious right now. I'm just <laughs> running around.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. You no, know, you think he's not going to worry about you now? You're yeah. in this. You made friends with an architect.
3: Is he going to in? People
1: build things. All right. <laughs> he's going to. He's not going to be able to. So I'm an architect. I build, I build things.
3: things.
2: Yeah,
1: He's not gonna be able to like focus and get his measurements right? So he's worrying about where's yeah. my comedian friend? What's comedian doing? He already he yeah. improved so much from the first. He went from dead last to not dead last <laughs> in one
4: in one meet. Thing. It just took yeah, one, meet. In
1: this, one... Meet. this guy but... is a rocket ship. I want to be attached <laughs> to him. He's Pop. my running buddy. <laughs> you know what? I met. Oh, I met this week. I bet you, you know what, Alex. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, uh-huh. that Oaktech is going. Ah, I just had a long day, you know, measuring out maths. I don't <laughs> uh-huh. want uh-huh. to
0: figure out all these corners yeah. and where to put them. Yeah, yeah
1: ele- elevators, man. They're fucking. Who knew? Elevators, um, crazy. Can I, I, can gonna, I it really like, quick. No, he's gonna be like, I don't want to run, but you know what? Comedian is gonna be there. He <laughs> yes. doesn't want to
0: run. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going back. Yeah. You've convinced me. I'll do it. I'll yeah. eat dinner in the middle yeah. of the night. I'll do it. Um elevators reminds me that we were jo- the first time we were running, I was like, uh uh, hey, tell me an architect fact, an architecture fact. And he was like, Okay, um, my favorite fact is like, do you guys, you know how some some of the people are afraid of being on elevators? And I said, they don't have you never have to worry about elevators. They're not, they're never gonna fall. Do you know why? And I said, yeah, because Otis invented the elevator brake, And he looked so disappointed that I knew that. <laughs> wow. And I've regretted that since the moment I met him, that I was like, I should have said no, because he was so happy to tell yeah. me about the Otis yeah. elevator brake. He needs to know
3: two facts now.
0: And I do not know why I know that fact, but I do, I've read, like, I think it was a 99% Invisible podcast, I, or some TikTok, I, some, someone told me about the, so I just had that little thing, and I, Absolutely crushed him with that. like uh, took, Dang. I just pulled the rug right out front of him. So I feel bad. off his mouth, there there
2: time
3: just
1: with <laughs> sadness. <laughs> yeah. He's probably yeah. gonna sabotage an Otis elevator break now. That's yes. on <laughs> you. Yes. That's on you, yeah. Do they actually all have the
0: breaks? Let's see. Let's find out. Yeah, no, I'm going to fall in an elevator, and then he will not come to my funeral. That's what's yep. going to happen.
3: Okay, okay. Architect is not a bad supervillain name. I'm just going to put that out there. That's pretty good. I like it. That's
1: <laughs> very solid. Um. All right. There let's is wrap for the... sure a supervillain called the Architect God, at this well, point. Of course there is, but we don't yes. have to worry yeah. about that right well, now. We're saying know?
0: it's a good name, and also the yeah. same name as our supervillain. And his origin story is he had one fact, and I should have been a better listener. I'm not good at hanging out with extroverts.
1: Lex Luger, Lex, not Lex Luger. (laughs) I do like Lex Luger. (laughs) Uh, Now Lex Luger was a. He'll go down down the sled
0: so fast. It's his villain. Uh, But Lex Luger Luger. is
1: only a bad guy because Superman stole fifty pies from him. That's right. DC canon. Villains yeah. have weird things that make wait, them supervillains.
0: Wait, why did Lex Luthor have so many pies? Yeah, what did, I, what did Lex Luthor have? too mean? many pies.
4: Yeah. Nobody who has a fundraiser. pies. It was a fundraiser. I'm sure it was a fundraiser, yeah. But like, Superman why ruined would a fundraiser, be, though? That's yeah, kind why of, would Superman be stealing pies from a fundraiser? A yeah, that's not good either. Also, everyone, behold the architect. This is real. <laughs> uh, you, th-
0: th- th- that took right, no his, time his, looking at home um his weapon is the key to the city it looks like yeah wow um oh he, so this is a batman villain yep um from 22 issues of batman comics he is wearing what looks like a old-timey brass like diving suit mm. um he, no steampunk. come on
2: there's
4: an easier way to say this he's just like some steampunk convention goer
3: yeah steampunk iron man Right. Yeah.
4: yeah. Okay. He's steampunk hey, Iron
3: Man, and hashtag, his weapon is the key.
4: His cudgel is the
0: key
1: to the city. Hashtag not my architect. The only architect <laughs> villain for me is the one from the Matrix sequels. That's oh, the only one go. that counts. Oh, that's yeah. a good architect too. The Kentucky Fried Architect. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs>
3: Indubitably.
0: <laughs> um. There is also one from Dragon Age okay like there's a lot of these um all right anyway uh and then there's just some about actual real life architects who are apparently villains anyway yeah all right well that's gonna be the end well no just when i googled architect villain they were like here are some real life architects who are villains anyway then we're gonna end there thank you so much everybody for listening we'll be back again next week as mentioned we're gonna be watching princess mononoke the studio ghibli classic and uh it's gonna be a very good watch join us for that if you have any more feedback or if you want to offer me any more electronics for free go to podcast at read-weep.com that's, that's an email podcast at read and we really appreciate everybody who wanted to make sure i watched this documentary about a, a cemetery near my house so thank you everybody for those offers um and we will uh, everybody have a good rest of spooky week everyone be safe out there you don't know what's in that candy um could be anything um candy and, uh, could be candy, candy, which is terrifying, Probably candy yeah. and that so, candy. Um, thank you for being here, Hunter.
4: Yeah, hey, thank you.
0: Glad you're feeling better. Anthony Lopez, great to talk to you. Yep, oh, as always. And Mr. Ezra Fox, uh, everybody, great job exercising. What a good group of exercisers we are. Everybody yeah. get out there and achieve a small
3: goal for David and for us. Oh, we'll talk to you oh, next oh, week. Oh. Wait, wait, before you do, everyone, happy early Tanya Day.
0: Oh, yeah. Friday is Tanya Day. Yeah. Everybody happy early early Tanya Day. That's from before your time, Hunter and Anthony. But yeah, I don't know what that host means. Host yeah. of the show. Almost Tanya has those. a day. I see. I see. <laughs> it sneaks
2: up on Tanya every year, too. Anyway, all right. We'll talk, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.